Welcome to Winning Minds. We're not negative, we're positive. We don't get bitter, we get better. We don't lose, we win. We understand that life is more than what happens to you. It's about how you respond. And that response starts in your mind. And if you can change your mind, change what, how, and the way you think, you will change your life. Welcome to a positive mind, a better mind, a winning mind. I am your host, Fred Lavalley, and this is the Winning Minds Podcast. What does success mean to you? Roberto Rivera knew what he wanted, but getting there did not necessarily go as he planned. Despite the losses and setbacks, he continued working towards success as he defined it. This is part three of Coach Rivera's winning story. I strongly encourage you to go back and listen to parts one and two. You will be able to understand and appreciate this part that much more. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy it and that it contributes to your next winning decision. You know, it's, I still, I still harbor some, some, regret you know, some, feelings, some, some regret. Yeah, yeah. man. Uh, to this day, and I'm 50 years old and this incident happened, you know, 30 years ago, whatever, no more than 30, 35, yeah. 40 years ago. Um, and so. So how did you, so how did you go? Obviously you, you high school, college, two-year college, four-year college, you graduated. There's, I'm sure there's so many more fascinating things and, and I'm sure we'll, there'll be another episode later on. We'll have like, there's so much more to unpack and pull out because it's full of uh, just wonderful truth. And there's a wealth of just content that we all could benefit from, from your own life and story. But now you go from the kid who barely graduates high school, barely getting by in college, you know, sports are getting there till now you're working in high schools. You're a coach. How did you, was it your, at what point did it become your goal? Did it become a possibility that possibility that you could work in the schools that you could be a coach? How did that transpire? Well, my last year in college, my high school coach calls me up um, and says, Hey, I'm retiring. And so, um, you know, what, what are you thinking about doing after college? And I'm like, well, at the time I was a Spanish, uh, Spanish language and literature major. No way. Yes. That's what I got my degree in. Tell oh yeah. Also. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. Spanish <laughs> language and literature. And, and I had a, um, by the way, I didn't say this because there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> my, my my life is is it's um it's a lot of little pockets of things that have happened. But when I was 17 years old, remember I said I wanted to go in the military. Yeah, I joined the military at 17. At 17, that was my junior year in high school. My my summer of my junior my end of my junior year, um, I joined the military and went into what they call the split option uh, training, which is um, you, you, your junior year, you do um, uh, your, your basic training. And then your senior year, when you graduate, you go and do your job, at, at whatever job that you were going to do. And so I had already done my basic training at 17, and, and now I'm in my senior year in high school. And then that's that, that summer of my senior year, I'm in doing my job. I ended up being a transportation person uh, for the military. But So when I, when I went to college, I was still – that still was my passion. I still wanted to, uh, so I became a cadet, you know, in, in college and mm-hmm. went to their ROTC program. 
okay. uh, program. So I'm I'm getting my um, my uh, uh, um, ROTC credits, and and I, I wanted to become a commissioned officer, mm. uh, which I ended up becoming. Okay. Um, at, when I graduated college, I and ended yes, up becoming right. a commissioned um, officer, uh, transportation officer. And as as I'm still, I'm getting ready to graduate uh, college, and and I'm still, that's the route I want to go in because now I became a commission officer. Um, That's when my coach calls me and says, "Hey, I'm getting ready to retire. I would love if you come back and and um, and would you like to take over the program?" Wow. (laughs) And so um, I really hadn't thought about it at the time to become a teacher. Like I said, everything I thought about was always going. In the military, 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 military. So I got, I graduated, and um, so I had not taken any um, educational courses at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a basic Spanish language and literature, you know, degree. Yep. And so um, when he said that, I looked into okay, so I need, I need class, I need, I need education classes. So I went back to my major. I said, Hey, I want to become an education major now. What, what do I need to do? And then they said, Well, um, you can stay another year and a half and get the courses that you need. Um, but if you have, uh, you already right now, you know, my last senior, my, my last semester in college at the time, yeah. they said, Right now, you you have completed your classes and your coursework to be a Spanish language and literature um, major degree person, you know, degree graduate. And so um, I was like, but I, I'm not going another year and a half college. At the time, (laughs) by this, by this date, I am a, um, my wife and I at the time, girlfriend, we've had our second kid. Uh, you know, I needed to have a career. I need to start making money. Yes. Um, you know, I have two kids. I'm 23, whatever. I'm 24, whatever I was. Uh, yeah. Probably a little yeah. younger. Um, I can't go another year and a half. I mean, we're both barely making it. We both are crazy schedules, working and school mm-hmm. and, and and trying to find ways for daycare, whatever. I say, like, I need nah. This not this can't happen. Yeah. And so, um, I contact my coach. Say, look, they want me to do another year and a half. Well. You know, of course, I'm I'm not I'm a novice in terms of knowing how the educational system works. Yeah. It was like, well, you know, they could do as long as you graduate and get that piece of paper says you graduated, they can give you what's called like a provisional or something like that. And so I talked to my wife and I was like, look, what do you think? She says, you know, do you have a, you know, and, and I started thinking about it. I said, man, coaching would be kind of cool, you know, coaching yeah. and, and, and teaching. Maybe you know, I, I could probably do it. And so. Life worked out that I, um, when the commission part came out for the military, they commissioned me not as a um, active uh, active duty personnel, but as a reservist. Oh wow! Yeah, it just kind of came out. Oh. Uh, and so um, that enabled that, you to be able that to enable me to transition over to my second choice um, at the time, which was maybe I could pursue this teaching thing. And so um, I ended up accepting the job and, and, and coaching um, at the old high school I was in, but that didn't last long. Um, I was a horrible um, teacher, you know, as you can imagine, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a certified, you know, and, I, and I think kids didn't know that, but I knew it, you yeah. know, I think I got away with it because it's, it's language is Spanish. I mean, as long as you talk Spanish in their eyes, you, you probably knew what you was doing. Yeah. But um, 
coaching, I was always, I, I thought I always, um, was always a decent coach in the beginning, even in the beginning. Um, I could, of course, I'm a whole lot better now with them, but, yeah. but even in, in the coaching, I have more, I have more, I can, I can more in my, my tools was a lot more, you know, of course, uh, yes. my instructional tools, if you will. And so, um, I didn't last long. I, I went ahead and, and I didn't really, um, I didn't feel like I was getting support there. And so I moved around a little bit and, and, um, I ended up, my brother lived in Georgia. And so in the state, of, I went back to the state of Delaware to teach. Right. But mm-hmm. I stayed there for three years. Um, and I jumped around a couple of schools there in the district. And, um, and, but my, my brother lived at the time in, in Georgia here. Mm-hmm. And so I would come occasionally in the summers and visit him. And so I always said, Hey, um, if I had an opportunity to live in Georgia, um, I'll probably take it. It's beautiful out here. My wife liked it because it's a little bit closer to her. You know, she's from Illinois. So it was a little bit closer to her, uh, her folks. Mm-hmm. And so um, it happened that my third year in, in teaching, um, I had to go back and finish some military uh, things. Yeah. I, I got called back to active duty uh, for three months. Um, and so that was a perfect transition time because it was about a month before school ended. And I didn't. I, I was not gonna go back to that school, uh, and so I told her. I said, "Look, I'm leaving a month early." She was teaching as well. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna go to Virginia to do this. Uh, I had to go finish up some some things with the military. Mm-hmm. And while I'm transitioning there, because I'm not sure when I'm, they're gonna release me, you go ahead and go to. You know, we had some family here. I said, "Go live with my brother and his wife," and and. And go find a place and go apply for jobs. And that was at the time in early 2000, 99, 98, 99, 2000, okay. where Atlanta was booming. Yeah. Like everybody was like, you talk to people moving, where are you going? I'm going to Atlanta. I mean, that was like, it was happening, man. It don't matter if I was in New York, it was the people just bouncing up to, to Georgia. Wow. Atlanta. And so I told her, go and see what happens. Worst case scenario, you don't get a job teaching, then come back here. Yeah. Um, and so she, she came for that summer. She put in a couple applications and within a week she had a job. She called wow. me, Hey, I'm good. I got a job. I said, all right, we'll get the kids settled. You go get the, you know, find an apartment. I'll just come whenever, um, whenever I finish whenever up, I'm done. Yeah. yeah. When I'm yeah. done with this, when I finish up. So, um, she, um, she comes, she gets settled. Um, uh, I get done, uh, let's see, it's August, September, mid September, early October. I think it was when I was completely finished. So in my head, I was like, well, okay, um, I'm going back to Georgia. I just pick up something to do in the meantime, and then apply for a school, you know, the next year. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I get back and, uh, and, and now, and there was a couple of, of positions available, um, and, uh, in Cobb County and I applied for them. This is October, late September, October. And I'm like, probably not going to get in or whatever. I don't care. I just get any job right now. Just kind of wait till summer to reapply. Mm-hmm. And within a week, I got a job. What? Yep. Come out of, come out of doing the, the military thing, get the job. And so um, I'm in Georgia now. I had done my first four years in the state of Delaware teaching. And I come to Georgia and I end up at East Cobb Middle School in Cobb County. And that's where I started. I felt because usually teachers will tell you it'll take three to five years for you to get comfortable. Yeah. 
you know, and I ended up going to an alternative routes program for certification also okay. and kind of got some skills that I was able to kind of use. And, and, and that's when I really started becoming a better teacher, hmm. um, about my fourth or fifth year. And, but it was here in the state of Georgia where I felt like, man, okay, I could do this for a living. You know, because even at that time, I was like, well, you know, I'm going to reapply and get in the military. I was still in my head. I was still going for that military dream, man. And at yeah. the time, I was still a reservist. And so I knew I could reapply and, and get, you know, commission or, what, or not commission, but um, get submitted maybe for active duty. Yeah. And so but the, my my career started, um, my teaching career started kind of blossoming a little bit. I started having success. Um, you know, I was being considered a pretty darn good teacher and my coaching started kind of coming up. I was an assistant coach over at Wheeler High School for a few years. Mm -hmm. And then uh, he moves on and uh, he asked me to go. And I was like, well, it, it was a little bit further out than I wanted to be. I said, no, you go ahead and go. I think I'm going to apply for my first head job. Um, and so I did that and I ended up getting a job at Pebblebrook High School. If you don't know anything about Pebblebrook, um, it is a 95% black school, African-American mm -hmm. school in, in Cobb County um low percentage at the time of graduation rate so that's where i was going into and so that's where the schools um that that i fell in love with because i felt like i can relate to those kids and i can try to yeah um, help mentor yeah. them and mold them and through coaching and through the classroom i'm able to build relationships and help kids like that look like look like me and and, and have yeah. maybe some of the same circumstances that i did Yes. And so that's when, you know, like my seventh, eighth grade, uh, seventh to eighth year of teaching and coaching is kind of where I um, decided that, hey, I'm going to ride this thing out and, uh, and and do everything I can. And I look back, I have to do this because of the chances that I got, you know, yeah. this is a man that took me into his house. You know, I got to pay that back somehow. And I don't have I didn't have the monetary things, you know, money to pay back, but I, I could do it through service. Yeah. Uh, and so I started thinking about how I could pay these people back that 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 helped me along the way. And so I was like, well, I'm going to do it through the service here of, of helping kids and, and helping kids reach success. It sounds uh, that idea of paying it forward like they just took that random risk asking for nothing in return, just wanting to see you make it. But you realize the sacrifice and the risk and the value of that having received it and so you're like you know what i know how critical it was for me i want to pay this forward i want to invest in in me there's there's so many other just like you let me look out for that kid because i know that there's many more like me i might be able to pay it forward and help them and then right. they might have success and they might be able to help with someone else that's awesome that is fascinating right. Um, yeah, what, so what's, that's, that's how I got me going to, uh, um, you know, just just thinking that I, I I did have a career at that time. Um, I got I was still a reservist, and but but that's when my head and I started transitioning to just making sure I have a career now in education. Yeah, and then doing well because all of the, the habits you had created through your life of resilience, of not letting failure stop you, but learning and just being ready for the next challenge and getting up and moving forward and being tenacious in your ability to to move forward and to learn and to take opportunities you began to see that as you took those courses and you applied yourself in the classroom like you were saying you started blossoming as a teacher and as a coach and it all developed what is one daily habit i would say weekly daily whichever that you have discovered in your own life that is very critical 
that you would want to share with others and say, hey, this is a habit that I have. I would recommend it for you. Anything come to mind? Yeah, just one thing that I always like to do on a daily basis is just um, be better today than I was yesterday. You know, what can I do today that's going to make me a better person uh, from what I did yesterday? Man, I really look at that every day and see how I could just be a little bit better than the previous day mm-hmm. um, for me on a, on a personal side, you know. And so I, I, I do I do a lot of reflection uh, because I'm always, you know, I have a lot of insecurities when, when, when you talk about academics and, 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 you know, just because I didn't come from that background. Yeah. You know, I wasn't a 4.0. I wasn't a 3.5 student. So I always feel like I'm behind, you know, the eight ball. I always feel like I'm behind everybody else. And I look at a lot of the other teachers and scholars in our building and wherever I've been, I said, man, wow, like they're so intellectual. You know, I always feel like I fall short, mm-hmm. but um, that's just a little insecurity I have. So I'm always looking at how can I be better? You know? Mm-hmm. And so, and so that's one thing that I always like to do is just, just reflect, self-reflect and see, see what I could do. How could I yeah. improve on a daily basis? Yeah. And I think it's, it's interesting too. It's very, I would say wise, unique, just even how you phrase that is how can I be better? And as you're, you're dealing with, yeah, your own insecurities, your own life, you know yourself and you're looking at other people and you're realizing and you, you see them for who they are. And yeah, other people are better at certain things, but it's interesting to me how you phrase it. It's not, how can I be better than them? It, it, it's not that it's how can I make myself better? You see them, you see how you're almost using them as motivation, inspiration, but instead of some people might, that might turn into jealousy, but instead you've, you have the humility and the awareness to say, I'm going to allow this to make me better. I know, I still, I still know that I have room to grow. And so as I look at them, I want to become better. I want to become better, not better than them, but I just want to be the best version of me. I want to be better than I was yesterday. So I think even just in that phrase, it, it stands out to me and impacts me like that of, of being aware. I want to be better, not better than them. I just want to be better than who I was yesterday. Oh, yeah, That's wonderful. Better. I tell these kids, man, when I say, man, love yourself, man, love yourself, because if you don't love yourself, who, who's, you know, who's loving you, you know, you gotta, you gotta feel like you gotta invest in yourself. And uh, that's one thing that, you know, I love, like I said, when I reflect and, and sometimes I sit with my wife, I said, well, can you believe how far we've made it? And and so wow. you gotta be like, man, that's, that's, you know, you, you got to feel happy and proud of yourself, what you've accomplished, you know, with all the trials and tribulations, any left turn that you could have made, you decided, oh, even if you made it, you reverted back to straight and narrow and taking the right, you know, because we, I did have a lot of left turns. Yeah. Uh, but, um, you know, another thing I, t- you know, I just tell them, love yourself, man. Just, just know that, um, you got to believe yourself and love yourself. Wow. It's, it's so incredible that you say that because literally three days because i write music as well i I do rap i've been rapping since i was 15 16 um i've written a song for the podcast and other stuff mainly for church christian rap but the other day i got it just kind of hit me the right beat the right music and i started writing a song and it's literally what you just said uh one of the lines in it is gonna is be kind to your future self good decisions will bless you and so it just by you saying that it just that the, the coincidence of it being fresh on my mind, you saying that is 
just fascinating to me that truth of it love yourself be kind for yourself look you have to take care of you it's your life you're living i was just speaking right. with three guys the other day had them in the room and that's exactly what i started going at it's it's your life man you are worth working hard for you are worth the investment because it's your life that you're going to be living do it for yourself and so it's it's so it's so and awesome. they got to figure out what success means to them you know what i mean a lot of people's success what is it you know yes. for me it was never about money it was never about money it was never about those two little things how can i raise my kids, you know, be a father to them. And how can I, you know, make my brother proud? And so those two things, when you look at those two things, in order to do those two things, other things need to happen. You know, I can't, I can't be a great father unless I have the resources. Well, what does it take to be, have the resources? Well, I got to find a good job where I could provide to them. You know, and having a good job means what? Well, it could either be learning a trade to the best of your ability, or it could be getting an education so that you can live off of that um, career that you now have invested in um, and, and keep promoting yourself, you know? So, and, and, and making your, your mother proud is, is well, is, is because of these other things that I just decided to do. Yes. You know what I mean? So um, those two things that I didn't know how I was going to do them, but I wanted to do them, um, and, and reaching, you know, taking every, every, making every decision count, mm. you know, for me, everything I did was always related to those two things. Yeah. That's and even awesome. when I fell, I took it back on track, but Hey, I, I can't go this way. You can remember the two things that I want, you know? So everybody need to think about what, what actually means to sex to you, what, whatever success, whatever that means to you. And it, it always had to be about, you know, making a hundred grand or 200 yeah. a million dollars exactly. is whatever, what does that mean, you know, to you? And so, um, you know, kids is, is you got to break it down to them in, in, a, in a way that they can understand. Thanks for listening to today's show. I hope you enjoyed it and found it useful. Please, if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast and post a comment. And then tell two people today about Winning Minds. I hope you'll join us on the next episode. But until then, keep your mind healthy and keep winning with the Winning Minds podcast.